Hello, welcome to Wellness Wednesday and the Chronically Driven radio show. Sandra here at the mic today. And you know what? I cannot think of a a better fit for community radio than the segment that we are about to bring you right now. Nanaimo Community Hospice provides a much needed and highly valued service to members of our community. And we're going to be meeting and chatting with two members from this organization. Nanaimo Community Hospice is a nonprofit charitable organization whose vision is that the dying experience dignity and peace. Their caregivers receive the help they need and their family and friends are supported in grief. Joining me now are Paige, the executive director over at Hospice, and Tiffany, the manager of the Hospice Thrift Shop on Bowen Road. Welcome, ladies. Thanks, Sandra. Thank you. So nice for us to be able to get together today. And we're going to be talking about a few different things and that what hospice does, what their role is in the community. And Paige, I thought we would start in with you with sort of just describing what are the services that hospice provides. So Nanaimo Hospice offers a variety of free programs and services to members in our community. We have things such as professional counseling. We have two professional counselors on board. We're actually welcoming a third in the coming weeks. Um, We have a number of volunteer facilitated programs that, you know, assist those in their grief and bereavement journeys at different stages, whether it's anticipatory or, you know, they're facing the loss of a loved one or even in the palliative care unit at end of life. So um, it really takes a village with all of our folks, staff and volunteers, but all of our programs and services are free to those in need at end of life during the grieving process or afterwards. The grief journey is just really, there's no right way to do it. So there's no right way, no wrong way. So we're here for when folks need us. I I love hearing, hearing that, that, you know, there is no right way or wrong way to experience grief. And one of the things with, with end of life, it is something that is not often talked about. Sometimes there's an uncomfortableness around it, but I know that personally, I think it's really important to have these conversations to not only to allow people to know that there are places where they can get this support, but also that, that it's free of charge. And there are people that are in these roles have received the training and they are there with a compassionate ear. And it is, it's, it's something that is really, really available as a resource. Now, when we're talking about supporting, I want to back up and talk a little bit about the way that hospice is able to help, help out with the families in the palliative care unit at the hospital. Yeah, absolutely. We have a team of about 18 or 20 volunteers that actively are in the palliative care unit. Four hours a shift type thing, you know, whether it's one or two volunteers at a time and they're there, you know, in real time as people are declining in health or, you know, have even just realized this is where they're going to end their lives. Whether it's supportive for the family and friends, for someone to kind of hold and hold space and listen to, um, as well as those that are alone in the palliative care unit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, our volunteers, yes, they all have received our, our, our client-based volunteer training program. So they're, they all know what they're doing. And I mean, a lot of our volunteers come from professional backgrounds of, you know, nursing, or, you know, clinical care or anything like that, or even most of our volunteers have experienced grief themselves. So they kind of have that added layer to understanding the grief process and grief journey. So 
whether it's sitting with those that are anticipating the loss of a loved one or the anticipating them themselves to die. So we, it's just a really special, special program working with the palliative care unit. Absolutely. And over the years, I have heard so many really um, heartfelt, warm stories and experiences coming from families that have been able to participate in the end of life with their with their loved one in the surroundings that is, it's still connected to the hospital, but it's not on the hospital ward. Can you talk about to some of the, the personalization and things that's able to happen in that in that setting? We often say that our volunteers bring the heart. Um, I mean, that's kind of what we always say is the heart of hospice. So we bring that personal connection. Um, yes, there's a lot of moving parts when someone is in a palliative care unit. There is, you know, your end of life plan and what's what's going to happen and all those formal pieces. So to have someone there that understands the process but has the ability to hold space for you and, you know, listen and connect and, you know, whether it's, sitting with the families or reading to a patient. It's just bringing that added layer of, I guess, just being personal. Like you're, Mm -hmm. it's just that connection and having kind of a warm, loving, familiar face there. So, you know, yeah, you, you have your wonderful doctors and nurses and all the clinical staff there too, but I definitely think, and I mean, the community shares its feedback too, that, that heart Mm -hmm. piece is so, so integral to, Absolutely. And I I remember one of the conversations that really, really sticks in my mind was um, someone was describing me for me how much peace it gave them to be able for them to go home, have that shower, have that sleep, have that meal, and knowing that their, their loved one still had someone there for that caring attentiveness. And that is so powerful because the role of a caregiver at any time, but particularly as helping helping someone towards end of life, that's caregivers need to take care of themselves. It is one of the things that sometimes gets gets overlooked and being able to combine your resources and your your energy and with this the volunteers through hospice can really can really help bridge that gap to give to give people a, um, that that sense of sense of, of freedom to be able to go and to take that break themselves. Absolutely. It's just like you said, like self-care is often forgotten about. It's interesting today we actually are, well, we're going through our volunteer program right now, training program for a group of 20 new volunteers. Mm. And we had a panel this morning of our volunteers sharing with our new trainees, kind of what, you know, each role looks like. And one of our volunteers from the palliative care unit, just, you know, she brought that to light is just even the opportunity for someone to have a moment to just even go down to the coffee shop and have a moment to collect themselves or go home and shower or go home and walk the dog or just go have a nap or, you know, go tend to something else. When you're a caregiver, you're kind of, you put the blinders on and you, you kind of forget about yourself and all the other things to make sure you're doing what you need for yourself. So yeah, yeah. self is a huge part of it. And to be able to have that uh, recognizing the importance and knowing that there is support for you 
as well. Not and 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 it's it's taking care of the family and the community, and that's what one of the things that is really so valuable about about the services. People are going through and experiencing grief, either leading up to somebody's passing or after it has happened. I know that a hospice has some different different programs tailored onto where people are within the within their grief process. I know that there is def- there's ones for adults and there I believe there's for youth and children and even some some trauma related. Could you talk about the different programs? Yeah, so I mean we've talked about the palliative care unit and our volunteers in that role. So we definitely we do have professional counseling for adults as well as our child and youth care child and youth program. Um, We have a professional staff on board who works with the youngest we've had in house is three years old and up into 18. We also have the ability within that program, we have this wonderful uh, RV that has been retrofitted into a mobile counseling room, basically. Mm -hmm. So for kids that are younger, that we go to schools, we have a, we have a, a working agreement partnership with the school district. So those children that are facing grief or have lost someone, um, we go there, we set up the OV and it's kind of, there's everything from like play therapy in there, sand therapy, all the things to kind of help them work through their grieving process that works best for a child. Um, we do have our traumatic loss program. So that's definitely, I think, even coming out of, if I can even say coming out of a pandemic, are we out of it yet? Um, <laughs> we've recognized that that has been a, a highly like increased need. A lot of people losing folks to suicide, um, misuse of drug use, mm-hmm. um, anything like that. So kind of, I mean, everybody has their own grief journey, but when you lose someone dramatically, there's that extra layer. So in that program, it's kind of a guided structured program where it's collective people that have all experienced traumatic loss and they really heal together. And it's wonderful to see. I actually have facilitated that program and it is, it, it's one of the harder programs because of those extra layers of loss. But um, to see people kind of come together that have had similar mm-hmm. situations and, and kind of work together on their grief journeys together is, is just so wonderful. They often end up uh, keeping in contact afterwards too. Um, so there's just, yeah, we have programs for all kinds of losses or, or where you're at in your journey, Mm -hmm. whether you're at super raw or, you know, maybe you've lost someone at five years ago and you're just experiencing kind of an emotional piece of grief because of an anniversary or something like that. And having, having this, the support, it's something that I know I, I got to hear um, about hospice and also experienced a support group from attending the cancer support group through the Nanaimo General Hospital when I was going through my, my cancer journey several years ago. And I didn't think I was someone for group and for talking. I didn't think that that was a fit. But these things, when these places, it's a, it's a safe place, it's completely confidential. There's something so powerful with being able to be and share the space with others that understand what you are going through or have gone through because they've walked the path themselves. And while everyone, as we mentioned, everyone's experience with with grief, of course, is very individual. There are some commonalities and there are being able to, you can understand something from a brochure or a website, but that human connection and that rate relating with each other is, it's very, it's very powerful. How do people know 
about hospice? Is it something that is introduced in the in medical settings? Yeah, so we work closely with the hospital. So when you have your clinical care team or your end of life kind of planning session being put in place, we often are referred by um, folks within the hospital, like the social workers or, you know, doctors or nurses. We work closely with uh, RCMP victim services that also refer folks. So people that have lost um, someone in a traumatic way. Uh, We work closely with the school district, like I said. You can always self-refer. Part of our job, too, at hospice is to get out into community and have sessions like this and speak with you and Mm -hmm. um, educate and advocate for the work. I mean, a lot of it's funny when I start talking to people in community, they still have that mindset that hospice is for, you know, end of life. You've lived your whole life. You're 80 plus and you're it's just grandpa's going to Mm -hmm. pass away. But it's so much more than that. We have family, young families. I mean, Nanaimo's demographics is changing as well. Like we are becoming a younger community. We've had families here that have lost a mid 30 husband. Like, you know, there's, it's for everybody. So part of our job too, is kind of educating and advocating for, you know, death and dying and offering that compassionate care. Mm-hmm. And that's why it was meaningful for me to to do this program today, because I want people to know more more about it. And sometimes we we just don't know that the resources are there. And and yes, we are not wishing that you need these services right right here and now. But if ever you do, they are here in our community and they are really, really solid. We are going to be talking about different, uh, a lot of different ways that you can um, offer support. There's different ongoing fundraisers and things like that. But I thought we would shift, switch things up a bit and talk about one of my favorite places in town, which is the Nanaimo Thrift Shop, the Hospice Thrift Shop. We are going to take a short break. You are listening to Wellness Wednesdays. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Welcome back to Wellness Wednesdays and the Chronically Driven Radio Show. I am a person that kind of likes likes a routine. And one of my favorite routines is to show up at the hospice thrift shop on Thursdays, just about every week at 9.30 in the morning when they open. And it's a great place to shop any time of the day, but Thursdays is 30% off day. And I sort of started making this a regular, a regular thing that I, that I do. I've been going there for years and it's a community all in and of itself. Tiffany, welcome on to the program. Um, I, I see you all the time, all the time in the shop. Um, thanks for coming on to talk about it. Thanks for having me. It's like, it's, it's one of the things I seriously, the way that this idea came in, I was just, I was so excited once again to be finding my wonderful treasures at the, at the shop. And I said, you know what, I'd like to do a segment. Can I talk? Can I brag about, then call this place the best department store in town? And we're like, oh, sure, let's do that. And, but it, it seriously, you, it has every, everything. If you guys have not been, we are talking about the hospice thrift shop at 1925 Bowen Road, just up from Country Grocer. And you guys, it is, it's a, it's a great place. Now we're talking about hospice. Do what to do proceeds from things in the shop, go to support hospice programs. They do. So we are hospice uh, social enterprise. We are a nonprofit 
and all of the profits that we make in the shop go right back into supply the community um, with the free programs that they need during the grief process for their counseling for anything that hospice needs to provide for the community. Mm -hmm. And so it is, it is, a, it's a really, it's, it's a feel good um, experience by going there, knowing that we're, we're supporting the community. But seriously, I am going to go on a little bit of a rave. This store, you guys, if you haven't been in, it is amazing. It is, it's, it's a department store. There is men's and women's clothing. There are the housewares department over there. We've got linens, we've got books, we've got small appliances, artwork, there's collectibles, there's, there's just about everything. And I, if you guys wouldn't, wouldn't say it, I'm going to tell our listeners right now, you guys, this store, it's clean. Things are in good condition. It is a, it's pleasant to be in there. And so there's, I mean, I just, I, I, I couldn't say, say enough that like this, this, the shop is, is, is well, is well run. Well, thank you. You know what the volunteers and staff that we have make that possible every day. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we're all in the, in the position of giving back. And I think that's what benefits the shop the most is that we're all doing this from the best part of, of ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. Wanting to give back to hospice and the community because depending on certain situations, um, you know, like for myself, I've used hospice services over the last few years and I can't thank the availability of that any, anyway. Yeah. So for me to give back and be able to come in into the shop and interact with all of you guys and, you know, our Thursday crew that come in and wait for us in the morning is, is the best. I love opening the doors and, you know, thanking everyone for coming in and, just seeing the fun that people have finding the treasures hmm. that they're not expecting to find. It is, it is fun. And I, and you're, you're, you're right. The volunteers, um, the, the things in the shop that come by community donations are wonderful, but it is the volunteers that really make for that experience. And Absolutely. it's kind of, we've kind of created our own little community in there. Like I, I, that's, that's how it feels like to me. And I have come into that, store sometimes when I'm particularly reminded when going through challenging um, times in a caregiver role for my parents where I would come in there to get to get a to get a break to do some retail therapy to do some breathing and just to just to hang out and I would always the staff are amazing your your volunteers I know that a lot of them have come because they have had a positive experience from receiving services from hospice absolutely and when I mean, their own grief process. Exactly. And we can't be more thankful for that because I mean, they offer more heart to, to their day-to-day -day help, their day-to-day -day shifts and just how they, how they want to give back. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So when it comes to a, a thrift store uh, dealing with used goods, do you find, is it, do you have an abundance of donations? Are you looking for donations or is it kind of, does it ebb and flow? It very much ebbs and flows. We're always happy for donations that are in good condition, clean, and items that, uh, I mean, are, are sought after things like clothing. Clothing is a huge seller uh, on the floor for us, uh, men's, women's. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't cater with any children's items because we are on the hospice end, so we do mm -hmm. medical supplies. So walkers, wheelchairs, canes, any medical supplies are always in demand. Uh, and, uh, you know, it always ebbs and flows. Sometimes it's crazy, but we will never say no to donations as best we can. Some days it's, it's a little slower and we take that time to 
focus on the floor and just getting things tidied up and organized and, and making it inviting for our customers and clients to come in every day. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that the clothing is a popular item and it's, I mean, for some, for some of us, um, thrifting and used clothing and upcycling fabrics and stuff has always kind of been, been the cool and fun thing to do. But now more and more people are really wanting to do that. We're the, the term fast fashion and getting, getting things all the time. And you can get some real quality, quality pieces that have been real, like, slightly or light, lightly worn or whatever. And it's just, that's another thing that I think is becoming, I'm not going to say popular. I think it's going to be becoming something that people are, are wanting to put more of their efforts for, for clothing, just from a, that it makes, it makes sense. Yeah. Well, there's, you know, there's so much textiles that are recyclable, whether, you know, we, you know, they, they make it to the floor and they're in good condition. It's items we sell or it's a, just a recyclable textile that um, potentially is rags or however we can do that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, seeing people thrifting and, and picking up clothes and realizing that, you know, you really can get some amazing, unique things and name brand things for, for really next to, to no cost opposed to buying new. I mean, it it makes, as far as I'm concerned, it makes zero difference if it has a new tag or it's from a thrift store. You're washing it, you're wearing it the same. It it makes zero difference. And not to knock any regular retail shops out there, but people, if you ever need glassware or wine glasses, go down to the, go, go get them there. It just makes, it makes so much, it makes so much sense. And it's, um, the, you guys are always refreshing the look of the shop, keeping, um, keeping, keeping it organized and all, all the different sections. And it is, um, it's definitely worth, worth checking out. Now I, I started by saying that I'm, I'm there on, on Thursdays because I like to be frugal and Thursdays is 30% off and for any age. I know kind of it used to, sometimes there used to be a, a, a thing for seniors. So even though hospice, you might think it's just for seniors. No, it's for everyone in our community. And you offer 30% off to everyone in the community on Thursdays. We do. And we also offer other daily deals. So generally okay. every day I pick a couple of items and then they're posted to our Facebook page, uh, which is Nanaimo Hospice Shop. And uh, some pictures of what's going on in the shop and kind of the things we maybe need to move. So hmm. I think on, I was away this last week, but I think last week they had some fun with their sales and they cleared out picture frames and jewelry and 50% off all sorts of things. So this week will be something of the similar. Mm-hmm. Always a deal to be had every day. And it's, I mean, you could come in every day and find something that you didn't see yesterday. So oh yeah, I've been, I've, I've sometimes been there multiple times in, in a week. The, the shop is open Tuesdays through Saturday. Is that correct? Yes. 9.30 to 4.30, Tuesday to Saturday. Okay. 9.30 to 4.30, Tuesday through Saturday. It is definitely worth, um, worth checking out for your purchases, for your clothing, your household goods, and just to be able to hang out with um, other members of the community that are interested in finding treasures just like you are. If you're not familiar where this uh, this shop is, it is on Bowen Road, kind of just up from Country Grocer. It's in a nice little plaza that also has a brand new Dollarama. So go check that out. Check out the the um, the thrift shop and it's 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 super easy to find. And so um, closed on Sundays and Mondays. And then now there is 
there is something that you have been doing, taking the shop in, um, into a, a sort of like a virtual on, online experience. And when this show is airing, that Facebook event is happening tonight. Is that right? It is. Yep. So we've been doing uh, live Facebook sales. So we uh, set a theme and we kind of keep an eye for fun items that uh, we think will will interest people, I guess, is the best way to go about saying that. And then Paige and I uh, have a lot of fun. have a lot of fun. <laughs> and uh, we have a just a live feed and we share all the fun things that we've got and people can purchase that way. It's super easy. I only caught uh, caught it live once, but I was just like, I was. It was so fun to watch. It's basically okay. Here is this item. This is what it does. It's so cool. And people watch live on Facebook. Yes. And and then if they're interested in an item, they just they message it, and you guys monitor the and and yeah, it's it's like watching like QVC or something like that. You guys do a super awesome job. Oh, thank you. We we have a lot of fun with it. You know, it's, it's fun to just be able to know that you guys get to sit on your couch and have, you know, a drink and just relax and kind of see some of the fun things that um, come into the shop. We've definitely even seen an increase of uh, new newcomers, new shoppers, too. Yeah. So we've kind of increased our accessibility or our reach. Um, we had a few people from, I think, the first one that came all the way from Qualicum. Yeah. And, you know, it's and I just like it for the opportunity for our customers or our watchers to kind of get to know Tiffany too, because I think both of you have mentioned throughout just this chat that there's so much personality and there's mm-hmm. love and you come into this shop and you're kind of treated like family. So it's just another way to get to know hospice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a way to get to, to get to know hospice, to get to know um, others in your community, to be able to support a super great cause. So on Facebook, Tiffany, you mentioned, what is the, what is the name on, of, uh, of the shop? Nanaimo Hospice Shop. Nanaimo Hospice Shop. Look it up, give it a follow. You're, um, and if you're following that, it'll come up on your feed, like uh, Tiffany was saying, when they have some special, like maybe it's going to be 50% off small appliances today or whatever whatever it is, you'll you'll keep up to, up to speed on that. But that is tonight, Wednesday, May the 25th at 7 o'clock p.m. Is that right? Absolutely. We that run about is- an hour. Okay. It takes about an hour usually to uh, to run the event fit and in jokes. fit in all our <laughs> our awkward jokes and oh, some uh, good some like some some stand up some improv just, go go it's with the flow <laughs> I know you make it you make it so fun and um, I think I remember if people make make a purchase they also have a chance to get it to enter into a draw yes we've got a twenty five dollar gift card at the end of that night so everyone who will have purchased uh, they'll get their name in the draw. And that can, uh, $25 can go a, a, a long way, especially on a it's Thursday. It's a fun shopping spree for 25 bucks. Absolutely. Where else can, where else can you do that? That is such, that is such a, such an amazing, an amazing thing. So we've talked a lot about how you guys have amazing volunteers and how that keeps everything running. Do you have volunteer opportunities? Yes. So at the shop level, we are always looking for volunteers. Uh, we can do... Generally, it's a four-hour shift, morning, afternoon, and we have people who work in the back. They work on the floor, greeting customers, putting things away, just general, you know, housekeeping, tidying up, uh, and just interacting with customers and clients. And um, we are always looking for 
support. There's never enough hands. Okay. So what, uh, how should people, um, should they, what do they, what do they do if they'd like to put in some hours volunteering at the shop? So there's a couple of options. You can pop into the shop and I can gather your information and then we send that off to our volunteer coordinator. Uh, Alternatively, you can go to our website, which is nanaimohospice.com and you can submit an inquiry that way as well. Terrific. Uh, And we also have a number of volunteer opportunities within the hospice house and client-based work. So through that, you would take some client-based volunteer training Um, We are probably hosting another one this coming fall. If you are interested, hop on our website, like Tiffany said, nanaimohospice.com. There is a a place for you to put all your information and someone will be in contact. We are always looking for volunteers to kind of work fundraising events too. If you're not maybe interested in working at the shop or the commitment or working with clients, but you still want to be a helping hand. We always can use some bodies at uh, fundraising events and whether that's working with registration or just kind of ushering people or, you know, liaising or what, what have you. So there's always different, all kinds of different opportunities to volunteer. So best bet is to put your name down on the website and our volunteer coordinator, Heather, will be in touch and see how it, it will fit for you. Yeah, no, thank you for, thanks for, for bringing that information um, for, for our awareness, because I know often people are looking for somewhere to put their volunteer time. And oftentimes it a place, if it feels, if it touches something within us and on our heart, it would be drawn to that. So it's good to know that we can also serve our community here with the different programs. Thank you. What else, uh, anything else exciting or interesting that you want to share with us about what's going on at the shop? Um, We've got a few great things coming up. So on May 18th, which is a little bit after this has been aired for, sorry, we are uh, hosting an event for graduating class of 2022. I saw that. Yeah. So anyone who can't afford a dress uh, or a tux for that matter uh, has been invited into the shop. And they get to select and see what we can do, a dress, shoes, a purse, uh, just to make make their their grads extra special. And did you see receive like a special donation to that helped? Yeah. yeah. So early, I guess early December, we got a large donation from a bridal shop. I don't know who it was. They literally dropped them off on our on our back table. Mm. Um, new dresses there's some lightly used and then we've kind of been saving anything that's been really great uh for this event as well so shoes and purses along uh so that anyone struggling especially during this time with a grad because grad you know grade 12 is an expensive year yes um you know we just want them to be able to have the best time that they can best experience and Mm -hmm. and a dress can make that Absolutely. Yeah. And there are, yeah, they're, they're, they're brand, they're brand new, lovely, um, yep. lovely gowns they're and new garments. Current dresses, fun, sparkly, all of the, the great bits we look for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that, that is, that is amazing. So that's another, another way that, uh, that you are helping out and supporting the community. I did want to talk about some of the other fundraisers that are going on. And, and this isn't meant to be a sales pitch. This is meant to bring awareness that there are so many things that you can easily do that can support this really, really good cause. This is um, supporting people at one of like a very vulnerable 
um, time in in our lives going through the death of someone in the family. And it's also something that's such an important time. And the more um, support that we can that we can access during that is so amazing. So that's um, always, always the shop, go go into the, the shop, say hi to to Tiffany and all the volunteers, <clears throat> let them know that you heard about it here on the radio. That would be awful fun. And then we've got um, you have some ongoing things for uh, as well. I know that for several years now you've had something referred to as the cycle for life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're. I think it's important to highlight, um, Sandra. You were saying that you know the community support and all that. So Nanaimo Hospice is only about twenty five percent funded. The rest of us relies heavily on you know the generous donations of the community um, whether that be monetary or their time or anything like that so we couldn't do this without the community um we do have a few fundraising events coming up so cycle of life tour is happening july 16th and 17th that is a really exciting kind of fundraiser it's for all 10 hospices on the island they do we have a team of well, Nanaimo Hospice has a team of 11 this year, um, the Nanaimo Bars. So they do a 200 kilometer cycle around Salt Spring and to and from Victoria. And with the piece of that working collectively with other hospices is to bring that awareness and advocacy of the work that hospice does. So you can donate directly to our team. They're out there fundraising. And then Nanaimo Hospice, in order to support them, we are going to be hosting a beer and burger on June 18th at the Queen's. So information will be going live on our website. And we will also be hosting a paint night to further support them. So if you're interested in either of those, information will be available on our website, NanaimoHospice.com. And then another fundraising initiative that we do annually is our Hike for Hospice. If you haven't heard about it, you got you need to know about it. It is a really fun community event. We all gather at Westwood Lake this year. It is happening September 10th. And it's an opportunity to walk with friends or a team or your coworkers and raise some money for hospice. And you know, we we give out some medals for those that are, you know, first or I, last year we had uh, our first dog cross the finish line and he got a little cute medal. It was really cute. Um, and lunch is provided and we've got entertainment. And uh, so that is one of our main fundraisers um, because, yeah, we rely heavily on fundraising and mm-hmm. and the support of the community. Well, I will be sure that as those dates come up through the summer for the Cycle for Life in July and the Hike for Hospice in September, that I will um, remind people here on this on the station to just to to participate in that because it's uh it's it's for a good cause and you know as as things go along and the weather is going to warm up and we have we have faith and belief in that and so it's going to be lovely lovely to be to be outside you do you do so much good work all through through the year and there's also the the celebrate a life in december so when it's it's just it's just always ongoing and it's it's for such such a good cause there is um, something that is going on currently, which is the Two Rivers Meat Fundraiser. So no, we're not buying used secondhand meat at the thrift shop. It's not anything like that at all. This is, um, if you're not familiar with Two Rivers Meat, they are a really high quality provider of of meat products here in British Columbia. Um, From their website, it says all our meat and poultry is sourced from 
trusted partner farms who care about animals and is processed in-house by highly trained meat lovers who are passionate about quality. You won't find any hormones, antibiotics, or chemical feed additives here. And so that is something that is really great to be able to um, get some really high quality freezer packs of meat and be able to have you get that to stock up your freezer and also it's a way it's another additional way to support hospice yeah absolutely it's a it's a win-win and you get to so this year yeah we're doing it leading into the summer season the barbecue season so stock up your freezers it's something that we've run for multiple years now and I was out at a community event and I was approached by a woman. She's like, are you having it? When is it happening? Like we stock up for the year. And so it is definitely even a service that we can provide the community and, and those that are interested in. And in turn, they get to help us support our programs. So it is a win-win and it's, uh, yeah, you get to host all your friends this summer and feed them and eat them. It's, it's exactly, it's a good one. So it's, it is taking place. The orders are available to be taken up to June the 12th. And then you're able to pick up your purchases on Friday, June 24th at Hospice House, which is located on St. George Crescent. Now, what I'm going to do, there are, if you go to the hospice website, you can find the uh, links and information. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to also make sure that I put those links in the show notes on the wellness Wednesdays on CHLY Facebook page as well as my on my own page so you can find find the different things there because it is um, we've got so got some time for this we've got a few more weeks it's uh, um, orders until June the 12th and it's just it's a, it's just another another way to um, support support the community and get some good quality um, free, freezer packs there was one of them I was looking I was looking at it in preparing for the show and you can get you know you can get you can get chicken thighs you can, you can get um, things with burgers or you can get something that really caught my eye you guys is they have what's called the easy meal box and it comes at a at a really good price point you get two packs of meat for stir fry you get eight beef burgers two packs of a beef and pork mixture two packages of tender chicken tenders and a pork roast so and it's easy meals and just things just things at barbecue season all of that it's nice to have to have that taken care of and to also know that you are helping to support the community anything else that you would like to let our listeners know I think just again a, a huge thank you to you know the listeners in our community and I know we've talked about fundraising events and and the shop and everything and every dollar really does make a difference for us um, being on the back end of things working for a not-for-profit it is mind-blowing at how far a dollar really goes mm. so I mean again we couldn't do that without a, out the community without you without our volunteers and our wonderful staff. So it's just a big thank you. And just kind of, you know, if you ever need our services or you want to learn more about our services, don't hesitate to contact us. You can call us, stop by the house, stop by the shop. Yep, absolutely. Um, you know, we're always here. So yeah, I'm just that's, I'm thankful. <laughs> that's a good, um, good thing there. I know there is uh, at the, at the shop, there is um, available information on how to connect with hospice. There are the different resources. We'll link, link all of that up as well and just to people are don't hesitate to get support for yourself and your family it's it's something that 
is really um, really a good way to look after look after yourself and when we look after ourselves and give ourselves the support that we need then we in turn are better able to give and be there for others in in our lives as well and it is going going through these these times can be uh, definitely something where where some additional support is needed and it is available here through community hospice anything more about the shop uh we are excited to see everyone come in in the next couple of weeks the promos we've got going excited for the live sale that's going to mm-hmm. be our last one like we said of the season it's always just a really good time every time people come in and and just share what's going on what brought them into hospice mm-hmm. um you know sharing donation information there are things mm-hmm. that from their loved ones that they're bringing in and uh, any anything we can do to support. Excellent. Well, I do. Um, I hope to see some of uh, some of you guys down there. If anyone's ever looking looking to um, want to say hi to me, that would be 930 in the morning and th- uh, on Thursdays at the hospice uh, thrift shop. That's where you will find me. Thank you so much uh, for taking the time today, Paige and Tiffany. This has been really, really lovely. It is definitely an, a nonprofit or- organization that has my heart and support. And I appreciate you letting the listeners hear from you today. Thank you, Sandra. Thanks, Sandra. Well, that wraps up today's show. I hope you have enjoyed hearing from myself and my guests today. Thanks again to Paige and Tiffany for sharing all the information from hospice here, Nanaimo Community Hospice. They do such good work. Take care, everyone. And until then, I am wishing you wellness. (music) 